We mentioned earlier that the minik for the Rizal, minik Chabad, is to say Lahadik Neir Chanukah and not to mention the Shell Chanukah. Unlike Shabbos candles, where everybody says Lahadik Neir Shell Shabbos Kedesh. Why the difference between Shabbos and Chanukah? And we give a few explanations. I thought we could explain another, we have another explanation for this question. It's based on a mime of the Rebbe, but first, uh, in this post, I'll share a concept, an introduction to the Rebbe's mime, which the Rebbe cites in his mime as well. And that is that in Chesidus, there's a discussion about the discrepancy between the design of the menorah and the design of the mitzvah of kindling the menorah versus the design of the mitzvah of kindling the Neres HaMikdash. After all, the Menorah was based on the Menorah of the Beis HaMikdash. The Hanukkah Menorah is predicated on the miracle that took place in the Neres of the Beis HaMikdash. So it would make sense that Chazal, when they instituted the celebration of Hanukkah by light, with lighting candles, they should have made it and designed the mitzvah should be as similar and as compatible to the, the way the kindling of the Menorah went on, it went in the Beis HaMikdash. And yet we find that in a number of ways, the mitzvah of lighting the Hanukkah Menorah is different than the way the Menorah was lit in the Beis HaMikdash, both in time and space, and in number. In time, that we lighted at night, in the Beis HaMikdash was lit during the daytime, after Plaga Mincha. In terms of space, in the Beis HaMikdash was lit inside the Holy, the Kodesh. And in the time of Hanukkah, we're told to light the menorah dafka outside, facing the streets, the uncleanliness of the streets. And the number, of course, eight candles on Hanukkah and only seven candles in the base of Mikdash. And Chesilis explains that all these questions are answered by one, by one, by one answer, one insight, that the whole celebration of Hanukkah was designed to fight the dangers of the darkness that the Greeks tried to impose upon us. The Ivanim brought a darkness to the world. They wanted to extinguish the spark and light of the divine light of Torah and Mitzvah. That was their main target. And we fought against that to defend that spark of Kedusha and holiness by Torah and Mitzvah. And this is why the whole holiday of Hanukkah is centered around candles to fight the darkness of the Greeks. But to fight darkness, you need a very unique light, because light is also limited. It can affect a certain distance, but if you take a light, it can be very powerful, and it can reach very far, but if you have a place that is extremely dark, utterly dark, it's not a single opening, like a single window, that brings in light from the outside, it's totally, utterly dark. For that light to affect even a place of darkness, it will have a minimal effect. For light not to be phased by the condition of darkness of the environment in which it shines, it takes a unique light. In Chassidus language, it is a light that transcends the boundaries of creation. And because it transcends the boundaries of creation, it can shine anywhere. It is not phased by darkness. It is not enhanced by an environment of light in Kedusha. It, 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 it defies the differentiation 
between one environment and another, it shines everywhere equally. It can shine in the darkest, deepest annals of evil, the same way it shines in the loftiest environment. That is a unique type of light, which is Lamaila Mishal. It defies the boundaries of creation. And this is elicited and exposed through the Mesiris Nefesh of the Hashem When Jews give up everything, including their lives for Hashem, means they go beyond the limitations of their own faculties and their own inner uh, sense of reasoning. Then Hashem reciprocates and also gives us, exposes us to a kind of light which transcends the boundaries of creation. The person transcends the boundaries of his own inner self, his own microcosm, and Hashem reveals to us the, a light which transcends the macrocosm of creation. And that's the story of Hanukkah, and that explains all the differences why we put the light dafke outside, because we want to illuminate the darkness, we want to f- penetrate a darkness which cannot be reached in any other way, only on Hanukkah, because of the lights of Hanukkah. And it's also done only at night, not during the daytime, like the Neros Amikdash. And that's why it's number eight, because eight symbolizes the supernatural, a light that transcends the boundaries of creation, is represented through the candles of Hanukkah. This idea is mentioned in Chesidus, and this explains why is it that Hanukkah is so popular that even Jews that don't light Shabbos candles, they don't light, they don't keep mitzvahs, but the Hanukkah, they're all excited. They all, everybody wants to light the menorah. It seems that the light of Hanukkah is so powerful, it penetrates even the neshamas of such Jews that are stuck in a world of darkness spiritual darkness. And even there, they feel an excitement about Hanukkah because the light of Hanukkah has such an effect. It can penetrate every level, every level in creation. It also explains a famous word from a Polish tzaddikim. It says in the Gemara that the wicks and the oils that we cannot use on Shabbos because of their poor quality, but Hanukkah, you to use them. So they explained on a spiritual level, wicks and oils, as we know, a candle is, is, is a marshal for the neshama. The wick and the oil is the body and the nefesh of Bahamis, and the flame is like the neshama. When the Gemara says that the wicks and oils, you cannot light on light Shabbos candles with those wicks and oils because they have poor quality. On a spiritual level, it means that there are certain wicks and oils, certain Jews, they are stuck in such a low abyss of evil that the light of Shabbos will not touch them. The light of Shabbos cannot be kindled. Will not ca- those wicks and oils will not catch on fire from the light of, from the light of Shabbos. But Hanukkah is different. Hanukkah, you can kindle the menorah with those types of poor wicks and oils. Why? Because Hanukkah is a time when the light is so powerful that it can go down to the lowliest places and ignite and kindle the sparks and the shamas that are stuck in the lowest annals of darkness. The Arizal also explains with that why Erev Shabbos we light first Hanukkah Menorah and then the Shabbos candles. Are, normally it's because of Shabbos. If you light the Shabbos candles first, 
then it's already Shabbos, then you can't light the menorah. He says there's a spiritual reason. Because there are certain Shabbos that are stuck so deep in the darkness of the world that the Nehra Shabbos will not affect them. First, you need the Nehra Shabbos to reach them all the way where they are. It comes down to where they are. And then when they pull them out, at least to some degree, they elevate them. Now they're susceptible to the candles of Shabbos. This is also the reason why the menorah has to be ideally lower than 10 tfachim. should be placed lower than 10 handbreadth from the ground. It says, the lowest 10 tfachim, closest to the ground, is the coarsest part of this physical world. We want the light of note to penetrate the, the coarsest part of creation, the darkest environment of creation.